Hello everyone, I'm Mark, the chief writer here at Maltopia, and I just wanted to remind you the sleep-wake cycle is but one of a series of interconnected horror podcasts within the wide and weird world of Maltopia. For Easter eggs, crossover events, and additional lore, please check out our other series, The Shepherd of Wolves, Red Mother, Grimland, and The Damnation Machine. And be sure to check out our free content on our Patreon page for additional lore and stories. For even more Maltopia content, consider becoming a patron. Starting for as little as $2 a month, benefits range from additional art, update videos, early episode access, our mini-podcast series, October's Children, both written and full audio pieces, such as The Lost Library, Tales of Maltopia, and The Weird Book. You can also gain access to our found footage show, The Weird Tape Series, and even our Patreon-exclusive, fully-produced audio series, Devil's Clay. So, with all that said, I will leave you to the darkness. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Rusty Quill presents. For a place that looked like the architectural equivalent of a corpse, the silentage sprang to life right after our little business breakfast. After we were made aware that the esotarch of a group called the Consortium of Doors would be performing an inspection sometime soon. More importantly, I was finally getting to do something other than court the horrors of the world. I was going to put my education to some good use. <laughs> or at least, that's what I thought. We all gathered in Project Bay 12, the largest of its kind, preparing for an experiment whose more precarious leg had apparently been waiting until we arrived. We, as in the ever-popular Stroud twins, 
Our respective abilities were crucial to whatever the experiment was intended to illuminate. Massive, state-of-the-art telemetry equipment rolled through the stark white bay doors. Nether mechanical spectrum analyzers that looked straight out of a crater in Roswell, New Mexico, were positioned around a massive dais, where banks of caged and drugged psychotypes were arranged. The odd thing about said arrangement was its very specific order. It appeared that whichever hypnopath was paired with whichever super lunatic made a qualitative difference to the upcoming experiment. Crowds of nameless white coats rushed into the giant white room, each with their own respective role to play in the upcoming scientific festivity. They must have all been quartered a good ways away from our wing of the building, as I hadn't seen hide nor hair of them before breakfast. When doctors Mesmer and Haskell entered, you'd think that Moses had come down from the mountain, the way they all fell silent, waiting with bated breath for their instructions. Yet, beyond their reverent demeanor, or perhaps below it, lurked an uneasiness. Fear. All right, everyone. I want all the variable field generators prepped for sustained operation. And let's get some initial phase state numbers posted on those last two white wigs, shall we? And while we're at it, it wouldn't be such a bad idea to get some preliminary range and intensity readings on the exos who came in last night. Oh, and those drug harnesses need to be checked to make sure they're secure. We don't want another debacle like last time. Now, I'll be back presently, so I want everyone ready to go as soon as I return. You all have your instructions. His supplicant scientists given their marching orders, Mesmer pulled Isaiah and me into a small side room and served us up a debriefing on the hoof. I apologize for the haste, but given the news of last night, that we'll soon be hosting a potential backer for the research, we need to proceed with the concluding phase of our experiment, our most definitive and perhaps most damning evidence for the danger presented by the dim. That's okay, Doc. We're sort of used to being shot out of cannons at this point. We completely understand, Doctor. Thank you. I can't tell you how much your involvement is crucial to this part of the experiment. I only wish there was more time to prepare you. I wasn't sure what Mesmer wanted from us, but I could tell it wasn't good. The fact that he was clearly ashamed to ask only increased my opinion of the Dark Scholar. He was clearly a man of ethics and principle and the pause in his speech outlined the enormity of the danger he was about to thrust upon us. But that was the job, as my brother would say. You see, we've finally grasped some measure of the relationship between the psychotypes and the dim. I'd have said more on our way here, but I thought there'd be more time. That and I wasn't sure what I could say in front of Shane. You see, when I learned that you and Gand had, um, well, that you might have perished in Blackledge. I was obliged to continue the work, no matter the losses. Accordingly, I requested more agents suitable for the work we were doing. Shane was who they sent. Unfortunately, without Gan's resources to thoroughly vet him, I had to accept him, sight unseen. Last-minute replacement, huh? <laughs> that explains a lot. 
We can certainly appreciate the position you were left in, but you were saying about the relationship between the dim and the psychotypes? Of course. You see, the super-lunatics aren't merely supplying a general impetus for the dim. They're creating very, very specific effects. Depending on their numbers, combinations and concentrations, they create extremely defined violations to the natural order. Case in point, today's experiment is designed to further our exploration of one of the more cogent manifestations, the Black Staircase. You mean that the psychotypes are like tumblers to a gigantic lock? Dial in the right combination and the door to our reality unlocks and swings open? Precisely. But even more specifically, there are a plethora of potential combinations, and a corresponding number of doors. Christ, I really wish we had more time. Well, we got interrupted back in the boat before I could say anything. But the Magic Lantern show revealed what looked like dark kings and queens climbing up into our world, upon a massive black staircase. Isaiah was welcoming them topside. And let's not forget the big-ass black staircase Nykrist's other, uh, better half was trying to climb. Oh, my god. I see. Well, that's all the more reason to get all the data we can from the experiment. To finally convince the Esoterium of the threat the Dim represents. The Consortium of Doors is a major Esoteri. They may be able to push this to the front of the line, even past the entrenched forces that seem determined to minimize the Dim's impending threat. That is, if the Consortium of Doors isn't part and parcel to those entrenched forces. Very, very true. But we don't have a lot of choice. I need to have all the data convincingly read against our projections, and then properly organized and presented, all by the time this Spider Black arrives. We understand, and we're ready. Just tell me what to do, Doc. Right. We have special sensory arrays built into fairly lightweight backpacks. Once you're fitted with them, and once the stairway opens, the both of you will descend far enough to acquire the readings necessary to prove our projections. Shane will cover you from behind. His weapon's unique soul-piercing rounds should, in principle, work quite well within the Under-Dimension. And we're trusting Shane why? Especially after what you just said about him? I'll be sending Illinul along with him. My minder has been made keenly aware of my concerns and is prepared to deal with them at a moment's notice. You need only concern yourselves with the Black Staircase. Everything's been seen to on my end of things. You have my word. We appreciate that, Doctor. Will we be able to stay in contact with you? Our preliminary experiments suggest it's a crapshoot, as they say. Communication will be intermittent at absolute best, non-existent at worst. <laughs> Sounds like it's going to be a real hoot. Well, are you ready to get this show on the road, Agent Stroud? <sighs> well, let's suit up. It's just another Thursday to us, after all. Now, after we've overlapped, conflated all the respective psychotypal mental signatures, 
The pale matter barriers around the staging area, the courtyard to the rear of the silentage, will recede, leaving the area partially subject to the surrounding dim. Once the Black Stairway has manifested, the four of you will proceed, equipped with our now-tested and proven mundane devices, down into the manifestation. The devices have been built into your sensor packs and will secure the local reality directly around you, allowing you to move freely within the dim. Once upon the staircase, you will travel as deeply as needed to allow for the series of six lights located along the side of your sensor packs to fully illuminate. With the sixth light lit, the requisite data has been acquired, and you will return post-haste. Uh, these devices only stabilize local reality. If I'm not mistaken, they don't generate their own reality, so... Precisely, Agent. Which is where your brother's Pale Field ability comes into play. Uh, Pale Field? Yes, Pale Field. It's what we've been referring to the reality-enforcing effects given off by Pale Matter. Given what I understand about your ability, Agent Stroud, you can generate a similar field, only much more intensely and in a wider range. Granted, it isn't a perfect match, but it's reasonably defendable to associate the two. No, no, that's, uh, that's fine. <laughs> It'll be a nice change from calling it, uh, my ability or my power. May I continue? Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. You see, as far as I can tell, as far as the test you were subjected to when you were a child can tell, your unique ability, your biologically enabled pale field, not only stabilizes reality, but may convert foreign reality signatures to its own. This, my good agent, would be the primary departure between inert pale matter and your own genetic version of it. This being the case, and to answer your sister's question, is why the mundane devices will continue to function. They will synchronize with your innate biological map for a steadier reality. I suspect you may not even need to raise your own field for them to work, though the overall effect may be appreciably augmented if you do. Well, the things you learn. And I sure am glad my childhood medical records are available to one and all. You're a reclamation agent. Your information is available to those with sufficient clearance. Now that we've cleared that up, would the four of you please gather on the dais? The subject should be reaching maximum decoherence very soon. Dr. Mesmer and I will stay in radio contact for as long as possible. All right, folks. Let's do an equipment check and then get into position. Make sure your walkie, sensor packs, and mundane devices are all good to go. Going into the dim was bad enough, but being accompanied by a gigantic creature like Illinol made it a little more unnerving. Add a certain somewhat shifty cowboy to the mix, and I couldn't help but think I was starting to develop my brother's sensibilities. If you had a job to do, you did it yourself. Still, it wasn't hard to see why the backup was a good idea, especially after what happened the last time we ran into a black staircase. Dr. Haskell, we're moving into the final phase, so it's best you join me behind the barrier. I don't have to tell you that dim exposure can be catastrophic. Of course. I'll meet you back in the control room. I just wanted to wish you all luck before we begin. And while this experiment is of the utmost importance, 
If things get too threatening, don't worry, Doc. We all know when to beat feet. Very well. Oh, and now would be a splendid time to activate your mundane devices. <sighs> well then, I'll see you all when you return. Good luck. If I'd had a choice, I sure as shit wouldn't have signed on to this shit show, wandering around in all this here cold. Sure hope this black staircase is heated. What about you, Willa Newell? You partial to the cold? <laughs> well, <laughs> I take that for a no. Prepare yourselves. The test subjects have reached maximum decoherence, and we're retracting the barrier in three, two, one. Okay, everyone. Let's get this thing done. Wind like razors cut through the air, hissing like invisible snakes as we took our first steps beyond the silentage and into the roiling dim. With each moment that passed, the more manifestly bizarre the world became. You've just reached a point in the dim where unprotected life would most certainly perish. Stay close to one another, and do not adjust or deactivate your mundane devices, for any reason. Uh, wasn't thinking about it, Doc. Raging like a beast, the dim splashed and raged all around us, pressing against the limits of our mundane fields. The farther we walked, the more insane the dim's manifestations. White skies crammed with throbbing monstrous flesh, which poured itself into millions of gaping toothy maws. Gigantic crazed eyes that rolled in their orbits, hovering above us like wet naked moons. Legions of black solemn shadows that stood still and staring as we passed. Their numbers, where they stretched into the distance, appeared in the millions. Inflamed by the carnival of horrible things, my paranoia seized me in a grip that was only slightly alleviated by the extra meds I'd taken just before striking out. I needed to keep it together. I sure as fuck hope these devices of yours hold out, Mesmer. Cause shit is definitely coming unglued out here. Those devices you're wearing have been tested and retested in the strongest manifestations of DIM known to us. They'll hold. Well, that makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. I think, I think I can see the staircase. The black staircase melted into view, solidifying from the dim where our mundane fields swept across it. I'd only heard about the Warner Marrows, but from what Isaiah described, this thing was a dead rare. Never occurred to me before, but will the mundane fields interfere with the stability of the staircase? It's not like it's indigenous to our reality. They will not. It's too cogent a manifestation, but they should protect you from any harmful levels of decoherence or distortion that it might give off. Roger that. 
Did she just say, should protect us? What's the matter, Shane? You getting cold feet? Hell, I had cold feet the second I stepped onto this here frozen shitberg of a company. I'm frozen straight up to my asshole now. From here on, communication might become choppy, or altogether impossible. But we'll stay on for as long as the link holds. Proceed down the stairs whenever you're ready. Roger that. Everyone ready? Just another Thursday, right? That it is. Shit. I've been to dentist carrier this shit. Who are you kidding, Shane? You've never been to a dentist. Maybe an ophthalmologist, though. Why, ain't you a regular comedian over there? You should see my stand-up. I got him rolling in the aisles. Once we'd gotten down about a dozen or so stairs, the wind and cold and screams vanished, just like they'd been switched off with the flick of a switch. The sudden shift in surroundings jarred my senses, inspiring me to tick. But I wrestled them down, my muscles tensing for the effort. Okay, folks, now it's real. Down we go. Now, I'm sure as hell no scaredy-cat. But the memory of the thing that came walking up the last set of black steps I had the privilege of standing on, well, sometimes not being able to sleep, let alone have nightmares, has its perks. The staircase itself looked like it was carved from solid darkness, and it probably was. The thing just tumbled downward into absolute pitch, the distance and darkness swallowing whole the beams from our flashlights. There was also a surrounding wall and ceiling, both of them made from deep brown wood, or wood-like material. And there wasn't a lot of space to move around either, just one person per step, so we were all lined up going down the stairs. Me in front, Romy right behind me, and then Shane and Illinul, who somehow managed to squeeze himself through the limiting spaces. If the guy had bones, I had no idea where he kept them. We're fully inside the staircase. Do you copy? I read you, but you're breaking up quite a bit. What does the situation look like? I'm not feeling anything trying to twist us all out of shape, so at least the reality down here is stable enough. Over. You get any of that, Mesmer? We can barely hear you. Shit. Well, that took all of two seconds. I suppose it doesn't matter. We know what we have to do. Yeah. And it wouldn't be the Stroud Show if anything ever worked out the way it was supposed to. Was the staircase you saw this narrow? Nah. It was a lot bigger. Had to be, given what came up it. Well, looks like we've got a ways to go. The first light on my sensor pack is barely lit. Just blinks every once in a while. Well, you know what I always say. What's that? At least it's warm. What the hell is that? Is anyone there? Over?
just turn the radios off for now. We don't need, whatever that is, fucking with us as we make our descent. We'll check them again once we're on our way back up. You guys hear that? Sure did. Sound like a door opening way down yonder. What the fuck? What is it? Little kid's toy ball. Landed right in front of me. Came from somewhere down the stairs. Throw it back, silly. <laughs> Don't you know how to play catch? You did come here to play, didn't you? Cause that's what we do down here. We play. The Sleep-Wake Cycle is a Maltopia production. Today's episode was written by Mark Anzalone and performed by Kelly Bear and Mark Anzalone. The episode was edited by Walker Kornfeld, and sound production and editing was performed by Stephen Anzalone. Be sure to check us out at www.maltopia.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Maltopia. That's M-A-E-L-T-O-P-I-A. If you want unique art and animations of Maltopia's stories, visit our YouTube page or click on the link in the show notes. If you're a fan and want to help the show grow, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. And for more exclusive content such as additional lore, stories, and art, be sure to check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Maltopia. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.